Yes. There we go. Gentlemen, gentlemen, good how is the morning? Good morning. Good morning. Happy good morning. Friday. Yes, yes, indeed. yes. Happy Friday. <laughs> I got to my desk this morning and I kept looking. I was like, Friday, Friday, wait a minute. I completely missed Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just give you a little review, brother. I saw you yesterday and you were there on Thursday. <laughs> But were you there? Oh, were you there? Wow. <laughs> All right. As you can see, we have another face in the place, uh, Mr. David McCulloch. Uh, we appreciate you. He is my score mentor. We're going to talk about that a little bit towards the end. Um, basically, service corps of retired executives, and it's it's a it's been an amazing journey with with uh, David. He's been helping with my business plan, and you know we're gonna what Brothers of Legacy is now, it's going to be a lot different in a year from now. So just just as a note. So I want David to just kind of share who he is, um, where he comes from, and then we'll we'll dig into business, building business from scratch. Welcome, sir. Glad to have yes, you with sir. us this morning. Thank you. Well, it's a pleasure to be with you guys. Uh, AD, thank you for bringing me on. Yes, indeed. And um, uh, just have enjoyed working with AD uh, at SCORE uh, as his mentor. And as he said, there's, there's really going to be some exciting things coming out uh, uh, as uh, brother uh, Brothers of Legacy uh, begins to uh, expand uh, because it's already taken root and begin to uh, start doing some, some phenomenal things. A little bit uh, about me. Um, background includes uh, working with SCORE, which I have been a mentor now for uh, over two years. Uh, prior to that, uh, working at the uh, University of Georgia's Terry College of Business, where uh, I oversaw their uh, executive programs, uh, the corporate programs that we developed and uh, rolled out to uh, corporations, uh, predominantly here in Atlanta, uh, but also uh, throughout Georgia and actually uh, did some national uh, uh, classes and uh, programs as well. Uh, prior to that, uh, about 15 years at uh, the Technical College System of Georgia, uh, working as their uh, VP of Economic Development. And uh, way, way before that, uh, when I uh, migrated from uh, my native uh, uh, city of uh, Chicago, uh, worked in education, but also I uh, spent most of uh, my professional uh, experience in real estate. So I know you're trying to figure out how do you go from real estate to, to education. <laughs> and uh, in between all that, uh, also uh, got my uh, law degree and uh, practice law as well. So happy to be here. Awesome. 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 Um, Glad so, to have you. I think you're on mute there, bro. Yeah. You, so you're a native of Chicago. My bad. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> native of Chicago? Yeah, yeah, from Chicago. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So you got K3 in the house right here. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm not pointing up. I'm saying me. Like oh, okay. Kankakee, native of Kankakee. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Can you give me uh, the acronym? Uh, you said SCORE. Can you break that out for me? Uh, yeah, SCORE is the, um, and, and AD, I'm going to ask you to help me out because he said it three times and, and I'm supposed to say it's SCORE, but it's the, <laughs> yeah. uh, I believe it's the uh, Senior Service, uh, service, service Corps service core of Retired Executives. Service Corps of Retired yeah. Executives. Yes. Okay. 
And if you uh, Google it, uh, SCORE is enough. Uh, actually, if you're looking local and you're down here in Atlanta, you would uh, Google SCORE NMA, yes. which is the North uh, Metro Atlanta chapter. But, yes. but SCORE is all over the, all over the globe, uh, all over the nation. And, and actually, we do some international things as well. Definitely. Nice. Definitely. All right. So I guess we could just kind of jump into it <laughs> and we'll, we'll flow from Both there. Feet. Both feet. There you go. All right. So the, the one of the questions um, I, directly from my wife, she was asking, can any hobby be monetized? Can any hobby be monetized? And, and what would that kind of look like? Well, I, I would say that uh, certainly uh, any hobby can be monetized if there is a demand in the market for it, uh, for the uh, good or service. And, and that's usually uh, one of the key determinants of uh, uh, deciding whether or not uh, your hobby is uh, uh, of, of the type that uh, you can actually convert it over into a business. Because once you monetize and you start selling the programs or services that you've been doing for fun, yes. uh, it, it, it evolves into, into a business. So I, I would think that would probably be one of the uh, key ways of uh, figuring it out. Um, also, I think that, uh, you know, once you start doing that, uh, right. you start also figuring out the uh, quality, whether or not what you're doing is of a quality that folks are uh, willing to uh, pay for. And uh, then you also want to figure out how much to charge for it. And all that kind of stuff uh, evolves as you begin to look at ways to start monetizing what you do. I think that a lot of businesses, uh, small businesses, evolve out of uh, folks uh, taking their hobbies uh, and then doing something uh, and converting it into something that starts uh, bringing in uh, a few bucks. Um, I, I had the opportunity to uh, actually uh, read and then speak to a young man that uh, whose hobby was drones, you know, the D-R-O-N-E-S, okay. the things that are flying. Right. And uh, he bought a drone, enjoyed it, figured out how to operate it. Uh, then he spent a little money, bought a second drone, and this wow. drone had uh, camera capabilities along with, uh, you know, operationally, he could do it at different speeds, different levels, different angles. Nice. And uh, ultimately, he ended up, uh, uh, someone ended up contacting him uh, from real estate and asked wow. him to uh, do a drone of uh, a house uh, wow. that they were selling. And pretty soon, one house led to a second house. And nice. uh, it's interesting now because uh, I think he's got about four or five drones. And what he's also doing, also doing in addition to uh, helping the real estate agents uh, uh, take pictures or videos of their houses, is he's now reaching out to uh, roofing uh, businesses and uh, gutter uh, wow. guard uh, companies. And, uh, you know, they're kind of showing the before and after uh, using his uh, uh, videos to show the before wow. and after of, uh, of uh, the work that they do. So oh, that's cool. So, yeah. Yeah, it's an example in there. Just again, the starting point is, you know, and, and you talk, you know, how to talk about this all the time. Uh, uh, AD start point is always your passion. Right. And usually a your hobby is your passion. It's something right. that you enjoy doing. It's something that you, uh, you know, it brings you satisfaction. Uh, and uh, again, uh, as others start knocking on your door and say, hey, I like this. Can I buy this from you? Or, right. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, you, you, you big gumbo better than anybody else. Can you make me a pot and <laughs> right. I'll pay for right. the, uh, you know, right. for the ingredients. And before you know it, uh, you know, pay a little bit more and, and, right. and you find yourself in business. So nice. Nice. Um, so and, and and that's cool. And so I got to follow with that, though. So everybody gets excited. You know, you create something pass the buy from me. I'm like, oh, I think I can sell this. Can you say, you know, what? I, I think I'm interested in that. Oh, um, is there ever a point? And, and listen, some of these questions it goes to you guys as well. 
because I was thinking about that, right? And I was probably like the last three or four years, I was big on the hobby into a business, hobby into a business. But, you know, when a hobby <laughs> turns into a business, it can lose some of its fun. Because <laughs> now if it's something I'm doing for someone else, you know, there are specifics, there's specs, you know, there is there's timelines, you know, like I can't I can't take two months to do this. <laughs> like I got to get it within a certain amount of time. You know, there's past like, yeah, it's nice, but I need you to uh, add this color or change this on it. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. so, <laughs> so yeah, when you, when you saying uh, a hobby into a business, I mean, yeah. it's always going to be fun, your hobby, but right. now that you have commitments, <laughs> yes. now you have responsibilities. Yes. Now you, now I have to, you, like you said, the timeline, I'm like, hold on. I was just doing this for entertainment. Right. <laughs> I was doing it for joy. <laughs> right. now, now, now I'm on a schedule and I got to, right. I got to be somewhere, I'll be up. Or, you know, it, 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 it now turns into a whole itinerary of my day. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. I, can, I can definitely understand how you can lose some of the, the love for it. It's not the love for the hobby. It's all the other things that come with it. With it, right, right, right. And I, I think about artists. Maybe like they're probably the only ones that kind of can can still stay in the the, the enjoyment space. Singers maybe not because you know there's more demand. I think like painting or something's like, well, it's what I painted. If you guys like it, you know, ten thousand dollars. <laughs> you know, like, but it's, I think it's a little less pressure. But of course, you know, it's always when you turn something when you become big and you blow up. Now it's a little more pressure to create greatness because people want to get involved. Hey, I'll be your manager. Now it's like, hey, I need five paintings by the end of this week. You know, it's like, wait a minute. It used to take me one by the end of this week. Now you want five, you know. So real quick, uh, good morning, Michael. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, V. Good morning, uh, Lady McCory. Thank you for coming through. Oh, he said, right. He said, all right. I, I don't I want got, her. Uh, don't be volunteering your gumbo to people. <laughs> 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 hey, let's go. That might that might become a business. Right, right. <laughs> you heard what David said. <laughs> good morning, Sam. Wonderful wife. Good morning. Good morning. Um. So yeah, so I, I think about that as well. The hobby into a business. It's and like I said, the low, it's always good. And you know, when you say uh, David, that that's kind of like something that you have to consider. You know, like remember now, this is you know now Kaneem is is he's putting a little demand on it. <laughs> like I'm paying you. I need this a certain way, you know, like I love your creativity, but I need my logo colors. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I need it to kind of shape like the logo. I need it to kind of fit into my business, you know. Yeah. Uh, so wouldn't you say that's some of the challenge as well? Well, I, I would uh, definitely agree. And I think that uh, brings up a great point, which is uh, every hobbyist, every person that has a hobby isn't an entrepreneur. Mm. And uh, and to that extent, uh, you 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 know, it's a hobby. You love what you're doing. You're doing right. something that you're passionate about. Uh, but everybody isn't the kind of person that can then say, OK, looking at that passion, you know what? I can make some money off of this. And and you know what? Because as Kaneem said, at that at that point, you're looking and saying, all right, if I can make some money off of this. Now I got to think about what it what's involved in uh, right. taking that next leap. 
And wow. so I, I would say that's the key distinction is, uh, you know, everybody has some hobby. You know, if, if I was to ask you to uh, record uh, your day and what you did in it, uh, it wouldn't be hard for, for us to figure <laughs> out what your hobby was. And your hobby may be watching watching football on TV. <laughs> right, right. But, but, but the point being is that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that make a lot of money yeah, watching football. Side hustle where you're making money off of fantasy football. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. but, 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 you know, again, it, it is about, uh, you know, it's the same way with, uh, you know, uh, where you spend your money. I, I right. can tell you what uh, you enjoy and what you're passionate about by if you looked at your bank account and saw, you know, your, your disposable income and where you are spending those things that uh, you, you buy after you get past all the things, uh, your necessities. Right. So that that that's the thing. And then once you do start looking at it, uh, your passion, your, your hobby. Uh, in the business light, then I, I definitely would agree with uh, Kaneem. Now you got to start thinking about what's involved in those commitments. Right. Uh, and at some point you arrive at that juncture that says, you know what, either I enjoy this and I'm going to figure out how to convert it to a business and it evolves, or you look and say, you know what, I'm losing my love for it because I've got all these other demands. And so now let me back out of that and just do it because right. I, I love right. it. Right. That's good. That's good. Um, let's see. Sam said, "Good morning." <laughs> you hear that? Look, V said, "I got to be careful wow. about what I say." <laughs> hey, we, Can we get we that ship? <laughs> well, you know what? I'll be your first customer. <laughs> I love gumbo. Right. <laughs> uh, Lee, of course, said, "Hey, honey, you won't, you know, I won't cook his gumbo like I cook yours. <laughs> I put more in yours. You get the special gumbo. You get the special." Gumbo. Uh, okay, all right. Um, get, get Brian's uh, gumbo. She might leave out of the something on everybody else. <laughs> right, right. Oh, um, so real quick, you watching the Brothers of Legacy? This fired up Friday. Uh, talking about building your business from scratch. Um, just, just so everybody know, if you have any burning questions, um, and even if we asked it, you know, we can kind of revisit a little bit, but just feel free to ask any questions, throw some comments up there. Of course, make sure you share, tag somebody, tag other people that you know are looking to start their business that have been talking about starting a business for the last 10, 20, 30 years. You know, <laughs> this, this may be their time. This may be the opportunity. This could be the broadcast that helps move them so today you don't have to motivate them let us do that job and so my 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 next question i want to ask um what are what are some of the biggest mistakes people make when starting a business like what are the things like when you talk to them and starting a business plan what are the things that people may make mistakes they make or things they don't consider you know like you say it and you're like oh man i didn't i didn't think about that <laughs> like ah you know Oh, well, it looks like Brian got to add on. You got to add on, Brian. No, no, I don't really. Before, because I love that question. Yeah. But I, I heard David talk about his background and everything, and I was curious as to how you got here. Mm. Right. Yeah. What What made you begin to do what you What did you see that triggered you to delve into this as a, a as a sense of purpose? Hmm. Uh, that's a great question, Brian. And, uh, you know, uh, as, as with most folks, uh, you know, the paths aren't always clear cut. And so um, the, the, my arrival at SCORE uh, actually uh, evolved when uh, I made the uh, decision when COVID hit to retire. 
and so again, uh, coming out of uh, higher education uh, at UGA, um, it just uh, when score hit, we had to you know like everybody else. Uh, uh, close up the campus for a number of months. And I was working out of the Buckhead campus in, in, in Metro Atlanta. And so uh, we had to close the campus. Uh, most of our classes were face to face. And so we had to convert a lot of them quickly into online classes. And, uh, you know, the college uh, broadly, along with um, um, my area, uh, executive programs in particular, uh, did, did take a hit. Um, fortunately, um, I had a great and very talented team because uh, I think that one of the uh, clear signs of leadership is when you are able to move on, but make sure that you have left a group of leaders in in, in, in your stead so that they can continue the uh, uh, movement. But it, it basically was, uh, you know, COVID hit. My wife and I looked at the retirement package and said, you know what, you've been saving all this money up for a reason. Here's that rainy day. Right, <laughs> and so right. retired uh, six months uh, into retirement, got extremely bored, did all my stuff on my list. You right. know, and y'all know, y'all, y'all brothers know what that list looks like. <laughs> right. did, did all my stuff on my list. And uh, a couple of things happened. One was uh, I jumped into score. Uh, because I thought there were some things that I could do to give back, particularly to uh, entrepreneurs and uh, budding as well as existing small businesses uh, led by uh, leaders of of color, uh, because, uh, you know, some of the stats were just uh, very alarming as it related to small black businesses uh, owned by African-Americans during the COVID period. If you think about this, it wasn't even a year, full year's time when it hit the hardest. Over 40 percent of black businesses shut uh, closed down small businesses. And wow. that, that's just an alarming number when you think that uh, 90% of the nation uh, is uh, employment in the nation. Uh, folks are employed by small small businesses, uh, businesses mm. of less than, uh, you know, uh, uh, 500 workers or, or 100, actually 100 workers. Wow. So looked at that, thought there was something I could uh, give and contribute uh, to. And so joined SCORE. Also got a knock on the door to uh, join a, a small nonprofit called Trade Talks USA. Yes. Yes. And uh, I love trade talks, Uh, trade talks. uh, uh, We call ourselves the uh, voice of uh, skilled uh, trades. And what we do is we introduce uh, uh, construction related trade uh, uh, careers to uh, uh, young folks in particular, uh, middle school and high schoolers, uh, particularly those high school seniors that graduate and aren't quite ready or sure they want to do college. Uh, and then also to uh, folks that uh, maybe don't have the requisite skills or the, the uh, career tracks that are leading uh, into uh, professions and, you know, kind of get in their ruts and are looking to uh, get into something that uh, allows them to uh, earn a great living uh, and also become independent. Uh, you know, most uh, construction is actually uh, done by small business and, and, and independent contractors. And so uh, long story short, uh, that's that's how I jumped into uh, those two areas. Uh, love working with SCORE, have a chance to work with entrepreneurs, uh, budding and those who have already started uh, uh, businesses and organizations like uh, Brothers of Legacy. And, uh, you know, when you run into people who have passion uh, and uh, most entrepreneurs have passion, but also understand the mechanics of business uh, and with a little guidance, a little help can uh, go on to uh, do some very uh, successful things. Uh, you know, there, there's nothing more fulfilling and rewarding than me. Yeah. And so, um, so, nice. so I, I'm sorry, that was a long winded answer to you. Right answer. I like it. Yeah. I like it. yeah. Oh, Tim uh, is asking, 
what advice would you give someone who is gifted at several things and they can't narrow narrow down what they want to do? Um, I would say so. The first question that and I think it's a great question, uh, Samantha, the first question I would uh, ask would be um, if I took care of all of your personal expenses mm. and I said, get take care of all of that. Pick that one thing out of the several things that you gifted at and really focus in on that. And let's figure out how to give you the time and uh, the commitment and all the resources you need to really get that thing up and running. And, uh, you know, wherever you want to take it, uh, then that kind of gives you an idea of of what it is that you not only are gifted in, but what it is that you'd like to begin to uh, put uh, your your, your uh, focus into. Uh, I would say the other two is that I would kind of write a list of those things that you think you're gifted at and figure out where there are some opportunities to converge. Wow. Um, you uh, may be both gifted in uh, motivational speaking right. and you may also uh, be uh, gifted uh, or your experience may be in uh, health services. And so, you know, you look at converging those two things and right. it may be that you are motivating um, nurses, you're motivating uh, healthcare providers uh, right. through uh, speeches and, 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 uh, and, and motivational speaking opportunities. So that's kind of a, a rough example of uh, what I might suggest to you. Nice, nice. She's talking about, oh man, you just got me excited. Watch out. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna write Samantha's name down. I want to see her going to do great things. Like, yes, hey, indeed. I, yes, indeed. I gave her some advice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just a clarification. That is uh, for you. Know that's my wife. Oh, is it go through? Oh, oh yeah, that's the wife. Right so, she, so I will definitely connect. With Samantha, you. we gonna talk. One go. of those one of those meetings that when, they, when AD and I set something up, one of those meetings is gonna be you and me instead of there you. Oh. So the mistake, what's the one the mistake or the thing that someone doesn't realize when I think starting? that the the two that always come to mind when I have a chance to work with uh, particularly budding entrepreneurs is um, doing the research on okay. what it is that they want to do and what it is going to take and and uh, right. and, and, and and you know both the time commitment as well as uh, understanding the nuances of whatever that business might be understanding your product understanding your services and really immersing yourself in in, in that and in, in, in that side of uh, understanding your business and then the second is really understanding the sacrifices that are going to be involved Um, I think one of the things that I hear often from uh, entrepreneurs, particularly those that are year in year one or year two, you know, there's that old rule of thumb that says three years is kind of your your point that you look uh, and and decide whether you make it or break it. Um, But I think that, uh, you know, it's it's understanding the uh, sacrifice uh, that's going to be involved and uh, entrepreneur after entrepreneur will tell you that. once you really get involved in developing your business, uh, there are some sacrifices. There's time commitments that are involved. Uh, there are personal expenses, uh, you know, <clears throat> or personal investments of your income. Uh, you know, although I emphasize, you know, the old rule about o- 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 OPM, uh, you know, when you start getting in business, uh, your, your, your ultimate goal when you get to that point, and you'll get there very soon. Right. Uh, because uh, one of the things I say is uh, figure out how much money that you are willing to commit to your business because you're right. going to end up doing it one way or the other. Right. And knowing that in advance and, 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 and having some sort of budget where you know how much you're going to give uh, spend uh, towards your business is one. But um, when you hit that threshold, 
the and you kind of already into it, the natural inclination is to say, all right, we got to figure out more ways to, you know, all right, I'm going to cut back on this. I'm going to cut back on that expense because right. I'm going to drop it into the business. And that can be uh, a not so uh, stable place to be in terms of uh, your business operations. So as you get your business to a certain point, uh, you know, you begin to look for other people's money, investors, right. Right. Uh, uh, you know, folks that are willing, angels look willing to, to make an investment into you. And that kind of leads me to the next point uh, and mistake that I find that uh, business owners uh, make, particularly up and coming businesses. And that is having a business plan. Right. Now, I'm not saying you need a 30 page document because you can do a one page business canvas plan, but right. you have to have something in place that says, here's number one, what my business is all about, purpose, right. mission, uh, vision of the, the business. And AD and I talk, talked about that. And he's got a phenomenal plan he's working on, along with your values. What do you what is you what do you what do you stand for? What is your business going to stand for? Right. And then the uh, second is, uh, again, doesn't have to be elaborated, but. Here's how much my expenses are. Here's uh, how much uh, you know uh, money I, I'm generating. Uh, here's my my net profits, my gross profits, and uh, so having an idea of, to be able to forecast uh, that in advance. And then the other pieces, you know, kind of fall in place. Your marketing plan. How I'm going to get the how am I going to get the word out about what I'm doing to begin to attract uh, customers and then retain customers. But the, but that's the other piece that's missing too. Uh, you know, I. I particularly with young entrepreneurs. I mean, when I say young, I mean budding entrepreneurs. Uh, when I ask them what their plan is, I say, do you have a plan? Yeah. <laughs> I, my, my response is, I think that's great. But the reason you put it down on paper is because right. at some point in time, particularly if uh, <clears throat> you know, you uh, are starting a business and you putting your personal money in it, you right. got to explain that business to your significant other. Right. You've got to explain that business to uh, because they're going they're going to be making sacrifices, going to be involved. Right. Uh, right. And where you really want to be is being able to explain that business to those folks that are will be willing to make an investment in your business. Right. And most folks won't make an investment if you tell them your business, but then they don't have something that they can refer back to to say, oh, I like this. And when your business gets to a certain point, you will actually be looking at, uh, you know, and nothing wrong with this financing loans. You're going to be looking at really beginning to acquire, uh, you know, a, a considerable amount of, ca uh, amount of capital to right. really infuse and get your business up off the ground and, and uh, then scale. And, um, and folks need to see your plan. Need to see your plan of operation. And, and again, it doesn't have to be 20, 30, 40 pages. Right. It can be, uh, you know, a handful of pages. It can be a one pager. And, and even as a one pager, as you grow, you'll be adding right. more to it. It's a living document. So, yeah. And that so was those the point, are the three things. That was the main point um, I was going to mention too, because you always tell me that uh, the living document. So it's always yeah. growing and it's it's developing. So you don't have to have everything because remember you're starting out. So you don't have every resource. You don't have every cost because there's always something like that you don't realize that's going to have a cost in developing business. But um, so with with building a plan. So for me and and Dave, we've been talking about the nonprofit space. Hey, good morning, Kita. Thank you for rocking with us. Um, we've been talking about the nonprofit space and you know the the importance of it. And and Pastor has a lot of experience in that space as well. Um, what is what would you say when it comes to nonprofits in that space? Like some of the things people mm -hmm. don't think about because I, I've heard a lot of people want to start nonprofits and 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 do some good work and of course get the grants because. You know, I think it's it's probably people would rather go after the government and get grants or private companies and get grants as opposed to relying on the smaller and people coming in. You know, not smaller people, but um, individuals 
um, giving into as far as charity because that you know the economy affects that quicker, <laughs> you know, than, than the than the government and the uh, corporations and things of that nature. So, what are some of the things people need to consider when starting a nonprofit and going after money? Okay, uh, great question. I think the starting point for uh, most nonprofit entrepreneurs that I, I talk to is I, I always begin by asking, so um, why? What's what's the purpose of what it is that you're trying to do? Right. And um, I, I, you know, they tell me, you know, generally it's all about how to serve others. And that really is the starting point of a nonprofit. It is about serving uh, others. Most nonprofits, uh, virtually all nonprofits are in it for purposes of providing assistance and support right. of some kind to to others. And, and I think to some extent, uh, you know, there's that old. You know, I'm, I'm old school. I do a lot of reading. So I go always go to Socrates, know thyself, Shakespeare, unto thyself be true. And and and, and, I, and to that extent, I ask, uh, you know, the uh, nonprofit entrepreneur, I say, all right, um, you just shared with me what it is that you want to do and how you want to serve others. Suppose we were able to get that off the ground. And the only qualifier would be that no one could ever know about you. No one could ever know that you were the founder. No one could ever know that you are the driving force behind that nonprofit. Would you be comfortable with that? Mm. And if the question is, well, no, because, you know, and then we have, well, no, because I kind of want folks to know all these great things that I've done <laughs> right, right. Or, 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 you know, you know, no, because uh, ultimately I want to use that nonprofit to parlay and begin to build a brand so I can do some other things on the profit right. side. Well, then we have that question about the whole purpose and the premise behind the, 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 the nonprofit, because ultimately all those other things that I talked about are going to kick in place. You're going to be make, you're going to be making sacrifices right. because at the end of the day, a nonprofit is still a business. Right. Uh, you right. cannot operate a nonprofit without capital. Now, the capital just happens to come from somebody else and it is more of a giving. There's not a monetary ROI or return on investment based on it. But it is, you know, there, there are expectations that you're going to do what you say you're going to do. And okay. so, uh, you know, the the uh, the sacrifices are involved in it. Uh, operating it as a business is key. And I think to some extent, passion definitely uh, has to be there. And the fourth thing, and probably very important, is that most nonprofits are uh, tax exempt or most nonprofits have a tax exempt status. So, you know, for those of you who have kind of heard of it, it's that 501c3 right. uh, tax status. And the thing about the uh, tax status is that, um, again, it is about you setting up an operation where you are going to be giving to others. And the right. purpose of the tax status is the government wants to make sure that you indeed are, are set up to, 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 be, uh, to do just that. So right. they want to make sure that's the case. I, I say the finally, too, uh, with uh, nonprofits is uh, entrepreneurs is understand your limitations. Right. And uh, then either do your research and you know you're going to need more time to spend on it or find somebody that uh, can give you a hand in helping uh, to develop uh, the nonprofit. The other thing I suggest to entrepreneurs that want to start nonprofits is if you know somebody else is doing what it is that you want to do, even if what you want to do is a little bit different, spend a little time talking to them. Find somebody that's doing it. Take them to lunch. Take them for a cup of coffee. Uh, pick their brain as much as you can about the successes, about the challenges that they faced in setting it up. Right. Right. And uh, and, and if if possible, 
uh, ask that person if they can serve as a uh, mentor. Uh, you know, and it can be, I don't need to see you every week, but, uh, you know, I need to be able to bounce some ideas. Uh, with right. you on it. And if you're really not sure whether or not it's what you want to be and volunteer with that organization. Uh, it's a great way to see internally, mechanically uh, how it works. And if right. you, again, are ready to, uh, you know, really take that that plunge and, and do what needs to be involved in getting it up and running. Nice. OK. But and, and the final thing I want to mention, too, which is that Anthony, I've talked about this. Most nonprofits are not owned by you. Right. By the founder. Most nonprofits have boards set up and the board actually governs the nonprofit. A nonprofit generally ends up becoming, particularly if it's a 501c3, a legal entity that is kind of, I say, <coughs> like its own person. So, um, you know, as the uh, founder of a nonprofit, unless you have it structured a little bit differently, uh, you establish it, you get it up and running. You bring on a board and then the board uh, manages uh, the uh, or I should say governs the uh, nonprofit. You as the executive director or you as a person become an employee of the nonprofit. And so it's not like you continue to do this and you don't make any money, but you are an employee of this legal entity that that is that is on its own. Right. Right. Um, And one of the things I know you said, so. How much control are you willing to to kind of give up? Like, do you want to stay, you know, when you're setting the organization up? And we had that question. I had to think about it. I'm like, mm. <laughs> like <laughs> I, had a long you know, I, I wanna I wanna fly. Like sometimes I just, you know, I don't know. Like, and then I'm thinking in my head, I need a board of yes people. Like, just <laughs> I just need y'all here so y'all can say yes. <laughs> like, and I guess most of my I'm like, okay, this is gonna sound crazy but I need y'all to trust me. I was going to say, I mean, when you build your board, I mean, you're looking yeah. for a couple of things. You're looking for folks that have a like commitment to right. your vision and right. to your mission. And then the second thing is you're looking for folks who can support the organization. So right. a good board member comes in and they know that they aren't the daily drive behind the uh, nonprofit organization, right. but they come in with that heart that says, all right, what can I bring to the table to right. help this organization live up to uh, its mission and uh, reach its vision. And so you, you find the right folks on your board. Indeed. Pastor, it looked like you had a question or you was, or was had a... No, I'm just absorbing all of the information and, and I'm, I'm glad to hear the, the consistency in the, in the messaging uh, when it comes to, to non-for-profits. So, so I appreciate that. There's, there's some, there's some, I don't want to say misnomer. I'm not, when it comes to raising funds, right, and this whole misconception that if there are two organizations doing the same thing, mm. right, uh, I, I tell people all the time when it comes to salvation, there's room at the cross, mm. right? Mm. Great point. There's, Great. there's room for you, right? That's the thing. You know, this, this whole um intimidation with with competition and and someone's doing it on a larger scale and you'll never be able to keep up and and that kind of thing what how do you encourage people uh to to move away from that type of disposition that will dishearten them from from progressing forward in their desire to chase their purpose oh that's a that's a great point uh, brian and uh particularly as it uh and I, i'm assuming we're still talking about nonprofits. um with nonprofits. um there is enough uh, work, work, if you will, to uh, go around. Uh, people are in, in need. And, and sometimes, uh, you know, 
you may look at uh, an organization like the Salvation Army, or you may look at the organization like United Way, and you know United Way has uh, you know one of the uh, has an outstanding uh, pre-K uh, program where it works with uh, single parents and, and moms in particular to help prepare those folks. And you may want to get into uh, you know some aspect of that. You may want to set up and you know a, a pre-K program for parents who work who can bring their kids in kind of like a daycare program. And you, you would look and say, well, you know, United Way is doing it. I ain't no way I can do it. But, right, but right, you, right. you determine the demand and you, right. and, and it, the fact that you're in it uh, means that you have seen the need in some, some way, shape or form. And so uh, as you said, there, there are always opportunities uh, to serve others in terms of uh, funding. Um, you know, it, it, that's one of the things that you research, but that's also uh, one of the um, areas that, uh, you know, I think folks are surprised at the number of organizations that are out there uh, that are willing to uh, give to organizations, again, that, uh, uh, that have, have dedicated themselves to what it is that they say they're going to do in helping others, but also have a uh, plan of right. some kind that says, when you make your investment in my organization, Here's not only what we say that we're going to do, but I can see mechanically that you have the ability to do it. Um, I, I would also say, too, particularly when it comes to uh, uh, churches and, uh, and, and and religious organizations, you know, they're, they're multi-tiered providers. Uh, they identify and provide the need on a number of levels for their parishioners. And again, if you're not clear on what it takes to do what your, your plan said, uh, plan, uh, uh, you know, might might involve. There is, please volunteer. Mm. If it may be for a day, it may be for a week, it may That's be good. for months, but volunteer and find out. There, there's yeah. nothing like getting on the ground uh, level and right. uh, getting a better uh, view of uh, what it takes to serve uh, those folks in the area that you want to provide by service. Right. And, and I know that, uh, you know, from my church as well as a bunch of other churches, most churches are always looking for folks to volunteer. Right. Oh yeah, that's good. That's that's one of the <laughs> but, great but, challenges. But, but come with a humble heart and come <laughs> with an open mind. Don't come in there saying, "All right, I'm getting ready to start my nonprofit, and I'm gonna show y'all how it really should be done." <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> I want to. I want to go back to something that you said. You used. You said you made the statement. Uh, they they recognize that mechanically, you know how to do it. Yeah. That's what you said, mm. right? And and. And then you, your last statement was, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to launch a, a non-for-profit. I'm going to show you how it's done. The, the mindset of let me tell you what I'm able to do, yeah. give me money versus let me show you what I've done. Help okay. me go further. Right. right. Difference. That's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's huge. And, and, you know, some, you know, if you're just getting off the ground, um, you know, you, you, your, your vision may be to help 500, but right. the reality of it is you may start out helping five. And, right. uh, you know, and, and so it's, it's also it's understanding and appreciating that, you know, you grow, you don't right. arrive and become, I mean, uh, you don't automatically become, you grow into to that organization. Yes. And there are, again, when you do your research, and uh, I think that's one of the key things, when you do your research, particularly when it comes to uh, funding and contributions, um, you will find there are folks out there even willing to assist and support um, you getting uh, off the ground and uh, up and running. But again, even those, they're going to they're going to want to see. All right. What is it that you, you want to do and how is it that you're going to do it? 
Right. Right. Definitely. All right. Just a quick reset. You guys are watching uh, Brothers of Legacy. We are fired up Friday. Uh, building your fired up. scratch. Fired up. Come on, man. <laughs> With David blood. McCulloch. Uh, <laughs> so we have, I put a few uh, links. Uh, one to Trade Talks USA. Mm-hmm. You definitely need to check that out. As well as I put the score, www.score.org. Check the organization out. It's amazing. Um, connect yourself with the mentor and let them, he or she, help build your plan to, to your business. Um, so it's been great. I love this talk. I got a question, though. <laughs> this one's off the wall. What is your feeling about MLMs? Mm. Do you feel they're a scam? Because I, I, mean, I got to ask her correctly before, before she get at me. <laughs> Do you feel <laughs> it's a scam? She was like, you don't ask the question the way I put them. <laughs> All right. Well, by MLMs, I'm, I'm assuming that you're talking about multi-level uh, marketing right. yes. uh, organizations. Yes. Uh, I think they're also known as direct marketing or uh, network marketing. Yes. And so the model itself, uh, I think, is, uh, you know, it's, it's it's a it's a legitimate one, uh, you right. know, um, and uh, it's one that uh, you know, like any other business model, uh, has uh, you know uh, procedures uh, by which uh, it operates. Um, you know, MLMs. Uh, you know, uh, some of the more legitimate and very successful ones include Mary Kay, um, uh, uh, Avon, uh, another right. uh, big one, uh, Primerica. Uh, right. If you're familiar with uh, the insurance company, uh, Primerica is another one. And right. so I, I think that uh, generally, you know, the, the, the concept as a model is, is you know, is a uh, is a functional one. Uh, right. You know, you're kind of uh, basically uh, building, you know, as I understand it, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, an expert in it. But, uh, you know, instead of retail outlets, basically what you uh, have in place is, uh, you know, you've got individuals uh, in a network that's uh, selling and distributing uh, the products. So, right. so it's a little more unique. Um, I, I think that, uh, you know, as with anything, uh, any business venture, uh, the starting point is doing your research. Uh, right. If you've got somebody that's uh, knocking on the door and uh, says, hey, I got a great uh, organization I'm a part of, uh, I think you can be a part of it as well. You know, we, right. we, we distribute that sort of thing. And do your research on the organization. Uh, find out who they are, how long they've been in business. Find out, uh, you know, uh, uh, find out a little the background of the uh, officers uh, and uh, the uh, founders, and just you know do that due diligence that you would uh, normally do with anything. If somebody was hiring you for a job, you would look at that company, or you right. would uh, do a little work to figure out what that company is all about to make sure that uh, you know they're in business and uh, you know you're going to be there for uh, you know at least a little while. Right. And so that part of it uh, also I would suggest again uh, you know you are the direct salesperson of products so you want to learn about your products. Right. You want to make sure that uh, you know there's a market for them, there's a demand for them right. uh, and you have some idea of, of where that might be, the quality of the products uh, right. that uh, you're selling under the uh, MLM. Right. And uh, probably the third one uh, that I would suggest, and this is where I put on uh, my, my former uh, attorney's hat. Um, make sure that somebody is looking at and you fully understand what you signed. Right. And I'll give right. you, I had two experiences uh, with uh, MLMs and uh, one involved uh, going to uh, an event, uh, you know, where we learned about the company. We got a chance to 
see and check out uh, the products. And then, uh, you know, was asked that we sign an agreement uh, at the event. Right. And, um, uh, you know, I hadn't seen it before, wanted to think about it, looked at right. the, uh, this thing and said, well, you know, I need a little time to think about this. Can I take it with me? And the response right. was, no. <laughs> you got to sign it here because, you know, this, we're moving too fast for you to take a week to uh, sign it and so forth. And, and that was kind of my, my red flag. Uh, right. you know, right. but, but then again, that's my law background. I share with anybody, don't sign nothing you don't fully understand. And if you don't understand that contract, find somebody who does <laughs> understand it and can interpret it for you. Right. And if you can't do those things, don't sign. I used to be in real estate, uh, practice uh, in, in real estate law. And, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the, 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 you know, the uh, other side of the table used to hate when I came in. Because <laughs> what would happen is they wouldn't send me the documents before. So I could explain it to my colleagues and to my client. Wow. And so at closing, it was the only chance that I did. And I literally went through each document. Right. Like, y'all got to wait. <laughs> Which means y'all got to wait. And so it right. got to the point of where we're not, when they saw me at closing, I'm like, oh, okay, order lunch. Uh, <laughs> you know, get, get a fresh pot of coffee. Cause we're gonna be here for a while. But, uh, you know, <laughs> this investment was too important. Right. Uh, for somebody to just sign and not understand and appreciate what they were signing. So that's what I would say, too. And then the third is to understand yourself in an MLM. Again, know thyself unto thyself be true because <laughs> it's about selling and recruiting. Right. And right. Uh, you're recruiting a network and you're selling yeah. a product. And if right. you aren't comfortable doing those things, if you don't have the temperament, if you don't right. have the uh, uh, the passion or the personality, um, right. really think about what it is that you're going to be doing. It, it, yeah. You know, the 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 the, the, um, the 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 pull is always quick money. Uh, <laughs> you know, you can be rich before you know it. You got a network of fifty people out there, and they all working, and you earning money off of commission off of theirs, and and that yeah. as a model works. But if you don't have the ability to recruit, if you don't have the ability to uh, sell product, uh, none of that means anything. So I, I hope I wasn't too long winded on that, and uh, hope I didn't upset. Too many folks about <laughs> no, 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 if they you're upset, good. they'll get over it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you stay you stay right there. You good. <laughs> the power I'm of influence, charisma. You know, if you don't have charisma, if you don't have the power of influence, if you don't have a strong network, you're only as right. good as your, your your network when it comes to that kind right. of stuff because right. it's right. it's really not about the product. It's really about you. You're selling more of yourself than you than you are the product. Because I don't care what anybody says. There was a time Avon ruled the world. Is that the case today? Right, right. You know what I mean? Uh, Because products change. You know, but service uh, and and influence. Those are the 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 found. That's the foundation for being successful in any sales driven environment. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I guess um, I should say, David, would you agree? <laughs> absolutely. And, and to the to the to the point you raise, Avon. I mean, Avon cornered the market because not only did they have a, a good product, but they came to your house. Right. And right. they right. sold to you. And more, more than likely, it was a friend or it was a relative or it was somebody right. you knew. So that trust level was there. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, so that that's what the network was really all about. That's how they yeah. cornered it. Right. Absolutely. Well, it says B2B. It said uh, Better Business Bureau. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Oh, mm, great point. Great. Point. And, and the other piece is, you know, you're building your network. Make sure you're recruiting people who are heading in the same direction as you. Right. Because I, I tell people all the time, anybody comes up to me and they're trying to sell stuff. I'm like, listen, I'll buy it from you, but I'm not going to sell it. Come on, man. You got a church. 
I'm not good at that. Oh, you got influence. You got a whole group. Yeah, I, I got you, but you in the jurisdiction. Go on, yeah, yeah, you know that, that Ganoderma root in in the coffee, the coffee product with the Ganoderma root. I won't say the name, <laughs> right? Helps your immune system and all that. Okay, yeah, that's all well and good, but I'm not going to wait on you for my coffee. Right. <laughs> I'll take supplements for my for my immune system. Thanks, bro. Right. But I'll buy it because you're right. a good person. We're friends, right. and I want to support you. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? That's that's so you got to really. And I, I love what you're saying to thine own. Know who you are. Right. Know what you're representing. Know and, and know where the real value, the real product is. That's that's the thing. I know you can go buy this at Kmart. I know you can go. I said Kmart. I know you can go buy this at Target. I know you can go buy this at, you know, but getting it from me helps me. And it also does this. Right. You know, right. That's, yeah. So MLM, MLM in and of itself is, is fine. Like you said, the, the structure is, is fine, but the people make it. <laughs> right. Right. Seriously, oh, man, because yeah. you know the, the 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 infrastructure is not the crook; it's the people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, great point. Great distinction. Yeah. Great definitely, distinction. definitely. Oh, um, so uh, before we get out of here, um, I don't know if you want to share any way to connect with you or just to go through score. You know, um, with any questions, or you can contact uh, brotherlegacy at gmail And if you have any more questions, I can hit you up. I don't know. You know, like, did you want direct? It's fine. I could, I could follow the questions. If you had some other questions you want to ask, um, we'll definitely do that. Now, understand, score is a volunteer. These guys, uh, like David, they volunteer, so it is, as far as I know, like a free service. Yeah. Um, at least with yeah. the business plan in the beginning. You know, mm -hmm. I'm sure some may offer uh, premium stuff, but just know the the base of it is free. So go to yeah. score.org. And sign up. All you're doing is put your information in, what you're looking for, and they'll they'll match you up with someone in that space, at least that can be knowledgeable for whatever you're trying to do, whatever business may be, profit, nonprofit. Um, so definitely and be I, I would say probably be as specific as possible. So, so you'll get and what you're what you're looking for. So, you know, so you'll get the best candidate or best person to connect with. And you just they'll hit you up and you decide, yeah, I'll take it. And you have your first meeting if you're comfortable. Just be comfortable. Like it should be someone, you know, a friendly relationship. If you feel like it's hard and it just <laughs> this is somewhere that you're not, you know, just like this is great, you know, I'll move yeah. on, you know, and just go back to school. Hey, I need somebody else. Um, but I would definitely recommend some Kaneem told me about it. It's like I knew about it, I seen it, but then Kaneem, like, hey, you ever thought about score? I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get serious this time. I'm gonna actually fill out <laughs> <up> the information. <laughs> you know how you look at a website like, oh, that's Okay, Instagram. <laughs> and so um, I'm glad he brought it up, recommended. And definitely, you guys, if you're thinking about doing the business or at least in the in the position where you, you like, it's all here. <laughs> like, I know what I want to do. I have it structured, you know, but you need to get it on paper. You need to get it on paper yeah. um, and let someone help you structure that's been in the business, you know, that's been doing it. You know, you got umpteen years, <laughs> decades of experience. They can help you. It's what they call the learning curve. The learning curve, like this phone that rings, and I've never given that number out. <laughs> never. Uh oh, <laughs> never. That you get that. 
It's just Julie. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so listen, we appreciate you guys uh, for being here, rock with us. Anybody have any other questions? So this is kind of like my pre-close out, but not, you know, got some questions. I don't want to leave here. If there's something on your mind, if you're in the comment section, you're like, just ask it. You know, there's no dumb questions. There's none. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's, absolutely. There's no dumb questions. Um, just ask and and we'll we'll try to facilitate as far as business may be profit or nonprofit. Um, if you have a question, this is your time to kind of throw it up there while I'm talking, dragging it along a little bit, you know. That's that. That's that church training. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I need a few more minutes, and you go, "Okay, everybody, clap your hands, and give God." You know, <laughs> you got got to move along a little bit. Like, is he up yet? I really appreciate you for showing up on the program, David. It was good. thank you for educating a lot of folks who weren't aware or, or had some 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 thoughts that they really um, wanted to voice their opinion but i think you asked a lot of questions without them asking them so i really appreciate the information that you shared today well i i appreciate you guys having me on and and i would say a couple of things to uh, uh ad's point uh, one is that uh, when you reach out to score um we find the person that we think best matches you in terms of where it is that you want to go uh, with your uh, business venture or your business concept if we're not the right folks when we do the initial uh, meeting, then we find someone, we find the right uh, volunteer uh, mentor who is a, a better and a best match. And what I share with my, each of my clients is if for some reason uh, you do feel uncomfortable or you don't feel I'm the right fit, uh, you are not hurting my feelings by letting me know that you would like to have someone else. And I will do everything I can to get you with the right person, because it is about taking your concept, launching it and uh, for your business, scaling it to where uh, you can most successfully uh, be. And we're national uh, uh, network. So, uh, it's not like, you know, I, I refer folks, uh, even in, uh, uh, you know, North Metro Atlanta, if, uh, there's a measure of expertise that, uh, no one on my, uh, uh, area has, I reach to KC, I reach to New York, I reach out to California. I mean, we're all over the, the nation and I do find that level of expertise. And, uh, sometimes we'll bring mentors in to help out like finance is not always my strongest suit, particularly, uh, you know, for uh, certain industries. Uh, so I find somebody who is, we do a co-mentoring session, get what we need. And then that co-mentor uh, goes away and then we're back to moving forward with, with awesome. our plan. So it's very flexible. The one thing we do charge for periodically are uh, workshops. And, uh, you know, they're usually at least an hour, sometimes at two hours. They run about 20 bucks. So I think they're uh, very reasonable. And for those um, folks who uh, even have a challenge with uh, making that small investment, uh, I figure out how to make it happen. Because the goal is to get you the information, the resources that you right. need to take your business concept to fruition and to take that that uh, business once it's up and running and scale it uh, to wherever, uh, you know, heights uh, that uh, potentially it can rise. So thank you, guys. I've, yeah. I've had such a great time. It was such a pleasure. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So all hearts and minds are clear. All right. I guess so. <laughs> so. Look forward to real seeing real churchy. Oh, we said uh, great info. Appreciate you being here. Yes, Mama Corey, appreciate you as well. Um, so we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Tomorrow is Saturday. Monday. Uh, Monday, same time, nine a.m. Um, same place. Know that we love you. God love you more. Continue to stay safe. 
make good choices, do the right thing, all that and then some. And listen, real talk, real talk. My people in Atlanta, the Georgia area, I need y'all to slow down. <laughs> I need y'all to slow, <clears throat> slow down, slow down. I know you got that that V8. I know you got that Hemi. Please, because it's, it's those are the ones I'm seeing in accidents. Please, just slow down. That's all. That's it. All right. <clears throat> we see you guys next week, guys. Be safe. All right. Peace out.